Hey y'all, my name is Emily and you're listening to Coming Up Roses. Hi everyone, welcome back to Coming Up Roses, the podcast. My name is Emily and I am your host. Thanks so much for being here. I'm excited that you all have tuned in. I got a ton of support on the last episode, so thanks so much. If you haven't listened to the last episode, today's going to be a bit of an expansion on that. I'm talking today about how to stay sane while planning your own wedding with a very short timeline. So if you haven't listened to my engagement story or anything, you're welcome to go back and listen to last time's episode, but otherwise we will dive right into today. So whenever I started planning my wedding, I was hoping for a like 10 month engagement just to kind of like get through a couple weddings that I'm in, get through the holidays and still have some time, but that's just not how things work out. And we have a seven month plus some change engagement, basically eight months, Um, which it's doable. It really is. But I'm also doing this. um, I'm planning a wedding two and a half hours away while I'm a maid of honor in another wedding and a bridesmaid in another wedding and while I'm still working and, you know, dancing and doing everything else. So it definitely, I remember being super overwhelmed pretty much the day after I got engaged, being like, oh my gosh, there's there's just so much to do, and there's so much to think about, and everyone was already asking when we were, when we were getting married, and we hadn't even looked at venues yet, so the thing that helped me the most was I just sat down on my computer. I luckily had a lot of time on planes right after I got engaged, so I was able to do this, like, in a very, like, I had nothing else to focus on kind of time. But I wrote down everything I knew about weddings, basically. I was like, okay, dress, bridesmaids dresses, bridesmaids, asking your bridesmaids, bridesmaids gifts, like just kind of jotting everything down. I also luckily had um, a timeline that I had like downloaded for my friend and then she ended up not using it, but I'd still downloaded it. And so I just like copied on this timeline and made this, I just started making a spreadsheet. I started from my like, very haphazard, very disorganized list of just like things I knew you needed for a wedding. And I put them through this like timeline lens and then I dumped them onto a spreadsheet. But I think the place you have to start is you have to find a venue. Like once you have a venue and a date, other things get a little bit easier, but trying to plan things without the venue and the date is super difficult, and I wish we hadn't done that, because I bought a dress and wasn't sure if I had a venue or a date, which was very crazy, so I that's the best place to start. Um, I think my biggest piece of advice and what I'm thankful I did, what I wish I had done more of, more of is to find like a timeline or someone else's like wedding checklist, the knot, 
webs like wedding website has an amazing like checklist um it's almost a little too detailed like it made me a little overwhelmed but it's a great place to start so many people post their checklists and um timelines and organizational tools online on pinterest on their youtubes on their blogs so i think that's a great place to start and like for me all the timelines i was looking at were 12 month plus engagements and i knew that just wasn't it just wasn't an option for us so i was like okay everything that's from 12 to seven months is just gonna all go in july which meant that i had a lot to do in july but that's just what worked for me and a lot of the things I'm realizing, like, I definitely can push back. It's not like they have to be done by every single deadline. So definitely do some comparing and kind of, you just have to make it work for you. I think the reason why people have long engagements is because they get married to this idea of like, okay, I need to spend a month looking at swatches of bridesmaids dresses. I need to go tour 10 venues. I need to go try on 50 billion dresses and that's fine if that's something you want to do but I'm someone who gets overwhelmed by choice I kind of just want to be told what to do when to do it how to do it and so to limit myself to such a short timeline meant that I don't have the luxury of just like taking too long to make decisions and that kind of goes into my second point which is to just kind of let go of some of those expectations. I really was against a lot of things that I'm doing for my wedding. I did not want to do a February wedding because no one gets married in February. I did not want to do my ceremony at the same place as my reception. I don't like my, I didn't initially, I should say, like my ceremony layout. There's just been lots of things that I've been like, oh, well, that's not what I saw on Pinterest or, you know, this blog or this YouTuber said this, but for me, it was like, okay, I spent many, many middle and high school years, like fantasizing about my wedding, but now I'm actually getting married, like to a person. What, like, I have to let go of this, like, fairy tale, this is how it has to be mindset and just focus on the reality of things. And especially on such a short timeline, I don't have the luxury of like demanding what I want. There are some things that I've been so fortunate to get exactly what I want. I got the venue that I wanted if I was going to be getting married in my hometown on this day. But it's like, I went to a dress store. I tried on five dresses. I picked the first one. I, you know have basically delegated to my mom a lot of the decisions that I don't know much about and I've just been okay with whatever she picks because I think we it's really easy and this is how it is I think for a lot of like like I'm sure when I build like buy my first home I will be this way I'm sure when I have children I'll be this way but it's like you you spend so long fantasizing and daydreaming about what these important milestones will look like And then it comes down to it and you realize you can't necessarily have everything you dreamed of. It can be hard and difficult. And I'm not saying you can't have your dream wedding, but this is my dream wedding because I'm marrying my dream man and I'm having all the people I love there. And just because 
I'm not getting married at my quote-unquote dream venue doesn't make that day any less special. And it's just going to, like, lessening your expectations on yourself to play in, like, the most amazing, most unique, best wedding anyone's ever been to has helped me a lot, too, because I'm pretty critical of weddings and wedding trends, and so I'm, I, like, when we were picking our color scheme and everything, I was like, I want it to be timeless, I want it to be, like, you know, so fun, I want it to be, like, all about the guest experience, but it's, like, everyone's gonna have opinions, and everyone's gonna be critical about things for different reasons, and, like, I can't get caught up in trying to people please on a day that's, like, about me and my significant other, so I think just overall letting go of expectations, like, placing less expectation on the day, on yourself, on the people who are helping you plan, overall just creates more room to enjoy the planning process, which I wish I had done more more of. My next big piece of advice, and it kind of is very tied to what I just talked about, but it's to recognize what your priorities actually are on that day. So I was saying how the guest's experience is really important to me, and it still is. Um, I really care about, like, good music and good food and like like low stress and fun and convenient um so that's that is what was most important to me things like the length of the tablecloths not so important to me the things like my hair not super important to me because I have short hair so I'll probably only have a couple of options so it's like you have to decide what your priorities are. And if your priorities are your dress and your attire and your hair and makeup, that's fine. But that's like where your energy is going to be spent. My energy is spent on like, you know, the guest experience and all those different things. And that does mean that like our registry is kind of all over the place. Our wedding website was all over the place because we were so focused on like food and transportation and hotel blocks and things like that. So other things will suffer because there's only so much planning you can do but I just like sitting down with your fiance and just figuring out what is most important to you on that day I mean something that was important to me too is like the ceremony was short but very very special to Toby and I and like we're making it very special in ways that are still like not long and drawn out for the people sitting in the audience so that was pretty easy for us because we both were like recently at a wedding and we're going to a couple weddings this fall and we were like what do you what did you not like about this wedding what did you like what are you hoping for at these weddings you have upcoming okay well it's pretty obvious that we care a lot about like the food and the music and the dessert and like that kind of thing so let's just make that the priority of our wedding I'm very, very fortunate to basically if I desire, have desired something for my wedding, I've been able to get it. Like I don't have a lot of limitations on me monetarily or like resource wise, but like emotionally and like my time is, I am limited in my capacity to plan things. And so making like decisions about catering and decor have been the things that are like the most difficult for me and I often try to like 
do those decisions with Toby. So I'm not making a decision on my own and feel that burden of trying to decide between the million different ways you could do something. So that's what was helpful for us. And honestly, Toby only had strong opinions about a couple of things and they matched my strong opinions. And then other than that, we've just kind of been like figuring things out together. I think also starting, once you have your priorities, figuring out like, okay, here's my venue. Here's pictures of of weddings at my venue. Here's our color scheme. Here's, you know, little mood boards with my color scheme. And that kind of just helps you go from there. Especially there, like in the last year, year and a half of our relationship, I tried to stay away from like saving things to my Pinterest board and like daydreaming about it. And so then I actually need my Pinterest board and it's like, oh my gosh, this is all from when I was in high school and none of this is popular anymore and this is not my style anymore. But we knew we wanted to do certain colors and I'd seen pictures of weddings at this venue. So I basically was like, okay, here's kind of what we can do. Here's what we can't do. Here is a picture of someone with the same colors and a little mood board. Oh, here's an idea. Here's an idea. Here's an idea. Um, so those are like the big things that you can do to like narrow down options and just make it a little bit easier. It still is really difficult to just like, there's so many things you don't realize go into planning a wedding. But then my other advice too is just like so many people put decor checklists, photo lists, speech checklists, um, order of the ceremony, venue checklist, ceremony checklist, reception checklist, rehearsal dinner checklist, bridesmaids. Like so many people make these very overly detailed, very well thought out lists. And they're really nice because you can be like, okay, I didn't even think about a guest book. What do we want to do? Let's look on Pinterest. Oh, we went to this wedding and we liked that. Let's just do that. And so going from, again, like like big, huge, like people who have just extravagant, long engagements, super big weddings, unlimited budgets, and paring it down to what you need and being like, do we actually need escort cards? No, no, no. I think we're good. Um, makes it a lot, a lot easier. Um, and then not again, it's just a really good resource because they have inspiration and ideas and tips and that and really awesome checklist that like sets the deadlines for you. It's just a really awesome resource and has been since day one. My next advice is to like decide who your wedding party is and then just immediately start delegating things. I don't honestly have very many people doing like big planning tasks within my wedding party. Like my mom, I've just handed off all this boring stuff to her, like hotel blocks and transportation. Um, my, like, I have someone planning my bachelorette. I have people planning my bridal shower. So that's off of me. I've given people very specific jobs for the day of so that I know when I get to the day of, I don't have to worry about anything. But if you have like bridesmaids or, you know, future sister-in-law, future mother-in-law, your mother, whatever, is good at planning and you trust definitely give them things to do I don't think I delegated enough I started getting overwhelmed and so I started delegating like even to my dad I was like you have to pick the father daughter or you just send me suggestions for the father daughter dance 
I cannot think about anything else. You need to help me pick cocktail hour food. You need to help me. Like, I, I don't even, I don't need you to make a decision. I just need ideas. So it also gives people buy-in, especially if like, you know, parents are paying or like friends are being bridesmaids and they're like investing this money. If they know there's going to be parts of the ceremony or the reception that they'll enjoy, it just makes the whole process better. My last piece of advice is that if you're starting to get overwhelmed and just like aren't enjoying it anymore to take a day off of it. I was definitely feeling that. I was like, I hate planning a wedding. If I got, if I got paid my hourly wage for how much time I spent wedding planning, I'd be, I could quit my day job. Like just really hating the, I was getting decision fatigue and hating the like every day having to discuss the same things. And so I just took a day off. I didn't have any like wedding calls or meetings and my fiance and I hung out and didn't really talk about the wedding and it was really nice and just refreshing to step back and the next day I got right back into it and did a ton of work and still felt a little like oh this is so stressful and hard but I at least hadn't like completely burned myself out. I also think it's difficult to be in this season of life when I'm a maid of honor and I've just planned a bachelorette and a bridal shower and I'm very involved in that wedding and now I'm a bridesmaid and I have to, you know, do all that. And it's like, I'm, you know, having to think about three weddings at once rather than just one. And it's fun. It's really fun to be in this season where a lot of your friends are getting married and getting engaged and moving and things like that. But it also is it can be overwhelming. So I've tried to be very intentional about like taking time and also limiting how many wedding tasks I do a day rather than like sitting on my computer for hours and doing a bazillion things related to the wedding. I like limit myself pretty heavily to just a couple important things and leave it at that. If you all have any tips on how to stay sane in the wedding planning process, feel free to DM them to me we are coming up roses podcast on instagram or you can always email your responses coming up roses 21 at gmail.com if you liked today's episode feel free to leave us a five star rating preferably five stars in apple podcasts or on spotify our entire archive of podcasts is available on spotify apple podcasts and a few other platforms so we're typically wherever you listen to podcasts we are on there. If you all have anything you want to hear about in terms of wedding planning, like dress shopping, looking for a venue, deciding decor, how my fiance and I like stay in love and enjoying this season, um, just let me know. I'm happy to talk about whatever. I think this is and you a unique time in my life, and I really do enjoy like reflecting on different aspects of it. As always, wherever and whenever you're listening, I hope you're having a great one.